0: Welcome back. It is Monday, May tenth. Hope everybody had a good Cinco de Mayo. But that is not what we're here to talk about today, folks. We are here to talk Tyke Smith. We've been waiting for him. I've been waiting for him. When we when we picked him up from the transfer portal, I was ecstatic, and so was Dog Nation. And obviously, we have a guy too on here today that might have been a little bit. St- you know, stings a little bit, but I think they'll be fine. Um, on today, we have the gold and blue dude from YouTube. How's it going, Sarah?
1: Can't complain, man. Can't complain.
0: Yeah. So thanks for coming on. Um, obviously, I think, you know, I was actually just looking at the, um, you know, Twitter earlier and Tyke, you know, just graduated uh, West Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. And now it's time for him to come to Georgia. Uh, so you know, obviously, uh, for anybody listening, the reason why I have Golden Blue Dude on here, obviously, he is a West Virginia fan, so he knows what to expect with Tyke Smith. You know, obviously, we understand, you know, I, I'm thinking that Georgia's going to use use him as our star, right? Um, watching a little bit of tape, you know, I, I see some things that kind of fit the star position and why you know Kirby Smart recruited him to come to Georgia. Uh, obviously, he has a lot of experience. Uh, depth if you know at at least depth but obviously still a ton of experience uh, at the most you know really the most important part on the defense and star position is the most important part so you know I guess from this part right here we'll start off with the we'll start off with the running game so with the running game you know like I said I've watched a little bit of tape on him I love what he brings when it comes to the running game and 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 basically just setting the edge and coming down and, and hitting people. You know, from, from your standpoint here, what was it like seeing Tyke at West Virginia? What did you see a lot of? Like, his, you know, what stood out to you about him in the run game?
1: The thing about Tyke is his intelligence, his football intelligence. Um, he's very physical, very athletic. But the thing that, that really separates him from, uh, you know, other stars would be his football intelligence. The dude – the dude can dissect the offense uh, in the pre-snap like no other safety that that I've ever seen. He's in the 70 percentile as far as being able to tell if it's going to be a run or a pass, left or right, short deep. His deci- his decision making is so quick it's almost hard to even fathom. So it's really his ability to be able to break down the play before the play even happens. That that's why it looks like he's you know he knows the play is like. Did he know that they were going to call that play? No, it's just that he's able to dissect the play in in super fast speed. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, the run game, he's able to uh, – and, and we didn't even really blitz with him all that much, just every once in a while. He's just able to see various little movements by the offensive line that tells him, hey, this is going to be a run game. Hey, they might be swinging uh, left, right, or down the middle. And then he's then he's able to make that instinctive decision like, uh split second, it's, he, he's really incredible. Yeah, I noticed when I was watching this tape, one of the things, first off, and this is really
0: what, one of the reasons why I think, you know, Kirby likes him. Um, obviously, with Coach Day coming over, you know, obviously that helps as well. But what I saw that really stood out, especially in the run game, was he was not afraid to come down and lay a hit on anybody. He, oh, yeah. he, he What well, He's fearless in that regard. And, and honestly, you know, you talk about the safety position it, with, with Georgia's situation, you know, I look at scene, I look at Chris Smith being our safeties. Uh, the safety depth isn't as big a concern as it stands now. Uh, obviously losing major burns, you kind of have to kind of be careful with it now, but um, you know, cornerback is just a lot of inexperience and tons of talent, but a lot of inexperience and, and obviously Tykey brings that experience uh, and which is why I think he's going to be our star or our starting star uh, come September 4th in Charlotte. But yeah. you know obviously you're talking about the decision making right and and, and if yeah. anybody in here obviously you know if you're a Georgia fan we got spoiled with Richard Lecount and if you watch Richard on tape he was he was moving before anybody else. He just kind of he the game came to him so it was just like super smooth. He he saw things before you know, before the plays were really going on, there's perfect tape on Alabama, right, uh, where he broke it up and, and made plays in the backfield that, you know, any other safety, you know, possibly wouldn't have saw that. Uh, you saw him move, you know, in, before anybody else. And, and at the safety position, that right there is huge. Uh, so basically, you know, I like got seen as well. It looked like
1: he can do that uh, fairly well, too. Yeah, yeah. Think about this. Uh, this is what happened with, uh, I'm sure you heard about this. So before the season even started, uh, KJ Martin, uh, runs his mouth about our defensive coordinator, Vic Cohen, and gets him fired. Then he decides to, uh, sit out the season. Uh, so KJ opts out. Uh, and so the load is kind of put on Tyke Smith and instead of having his defensive coordinator there now, now it's a uh, defensive coordinator by committee, you know, several people and y'all have one of them now a day. You're, uh, defensive backs coach so uh the situation that he was put into he should have failed to be honest with you he should have failed but instead of failing he exceeded uh he showed some great leadership that's that's another thing about taiki smith that people don't talk about enough this kid is a leader he loves to hit he loves to uh diagnose the play before it even happens and He's a rallying point. He's a lightning rod for a defense. That's why you know you guys don't even realize. I mean, I know y'all are hyped and and y'all know he's a great player, but there's just so much more about him that y'all don't even realize. Y'all's defense immediately took a step forward getting Tyke Smith.
0: Yeah, I know. Obviously, you know Georgia. We we saw Tyreek uh, Stevenson go to Miami. Um, you know, and that was a sting to us initially. Uh, you know, considering what Tyke. Yeah, you know, he was projected to start, right? Super freak athlete. You know, loved how fast he was. Um, you know, obviously, he, he transfers out goes to Miami. So, obviously, that huge hole. And one of the biggest spots, uh, most important spots, I should say, you know, is wide open. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and there was talks. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but, you know, Georgia fans, I'm sure, probably will. You know, there was talks about Adam An- or trying Adam Anderson out at the star position. Could you imagine Adam Anderson? be in a star position with how fast he is and how good he is in coverage.
1: Hmm. No, now this one, that,
0: no. now, bear with me, this is before Tyke's uh, announcement, right, that he was committing to Georgia. Right. right. You look at 240, 250-pound kid, Adam Anderson's a freak. He's very fast. Like, yeah. I, I'm expecting him to be one of, if not the, lead, you know, the sack leader for the team, him and Nolan Smith. But, you know, j- you know, obviously before Tyke. you know, once Tyke commits – it kind of solidifies the star position. And at that point, it allows other pieces on the defense to go into positions that are more natural for them, you know, and you're right. not putting your defense in a disadvantage. So, exactly. and obviously Chad's up here, you know, Chad Buchanan is basically talking about major get and I, I can't be more yeah. right. He, he's more, he, You can't be more right than that. Uh, considering the situation that Georgia's facing uh, going in, obviously into the offseason going into the next season. Yeah, yeah, but one of the things
1: that that, that was the thing though, because the uh, Georgia offensively, (laughs) y'all, y'all are set, and even the front seven, you're in, you're in a good situation. It was your secondary that you know was really your weak spot. With y'all being able to get Tyke Smith, I don't, I don't even see a weak spot in Georgia anymore. I really don't. I, I can't say. I mean, I know there's weak spots, but I'm talking like, uh, you know, that area. I'm, I'm really concerned about that. I can't look at any specific area and, and have any type of major concern now. Well, I still think you have to focus on the cornerback
0: position. Um, obviously, from a talent standpoint, we're deep. But, the, you know, that's where the experience comes into play, right? So, And, and we're going to find out firsthand how we do uh, come September 4th because there's no bigger test for our cornerbacks to get their feet wet than against Clemson, uh, Justin Ross and company. Um, yeah, you know, obviously. the uh, side story. I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure you did. Yeah, Justin yeah. Ross isn't going anywhere, guys. <laughs> I yeah, saw that I'm last night into this morning. Yeah. I-, I loved you seeing the of folks sweat a little bit, but obviously you he shut that. it down pretty quick. But um, but yeah, no, he's not going anywhere. So, but but that's the thing. Justin Ross is a handful for any secondary. Don't matter how good you are, and they've got more than just Justin Ross. Their their receiving core is not bad at all. So. Yeah. It's going to be a true test. Now, obviously, Georgia's schedule afterwards. Um, I don't see a ton of threats there. Um, are you familiar with the with the schedule here
1: with Georgia's schedule? Uh, I was. Uh, I don't have it memorized, but I did it. I got. One you. It. Let me see if I got it here. I think this is it. Yeah. So just just for quick
0: uh, reference here, this is what we're looking like here. So after Clemson, UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, um, Arkansas, Auburn. Kentucky, Florida, Missouri, Tennessee, Charleston, Southern, Georgia Tech. Basically, right there, I don't truly see a huge threat. Uh, you know, honestly, Kentucky. Kentucky plays very good defense in the secondary. Um, but you know, outside know of that, our, sec- our cornerbacks. The game that I would
1: focus on, if I were you, not forget about Kentucky, man. I have Kentucky down in the in the lower half. I don't think they're, they're going to have a winning season. They lost a ton of experience from a bad team last year. Uh, the game you need to focus on is the Missouri game. And uh, I think – see, I think Missouri is going to take a major step forward this year. Uh, I think they'll finish above Florida. I really do. I know that sounds crazy, but I do. And the way that game falls, that's going to come right after your uh, game against Florida. So, you know, that's an emotional game. I expect you all to blow Florida out. Florida's going to be bad this year. But the way that falls, you you play Florida, you're going to be emotionally drained. Yes, it's going to be at home. But Missouri ain't no walkover. That's the game. No. That would be the one game that I would be concerned about.
0: Yeah. I mean, looking at it, though, the reason why I brought up Kentucky every year, it doesn't matter how good or bad Kentucky is, their defense gives us problems. They have a very good defensive front seven, um, and it causes a lot of problems. It did even last year. I mean, obviously, the score dictates one thing, but before right. that, like, you know, the games are not the prettiest games by any means. Um, yeah, and, and Chad Buchanan's also talking about Auburn, right? No, I think, no, you know, no, I don't trust that either. But honestly, anything is better than what you saw with Bo Nix last year. So no. I, I think, even if, even if, yeah, you know, I don't know if they're going to be, I think they'll be middle of the pack in the West, maybe fourth if or fifth. I think fifth. they
1: barely get to a ball. I think they barely get to a ball.
0: I just don't know how Harson is going to be with Auburn, though. I'm not going to sleep on them. But I, I, you can't sleep on anybody. I'm going to keep right. beating this till the cows come home. 2019 South Carolina, I'm not
1: sleeping on a damn soul, okay? I'm I not mean, doing you guys – y'all only have four true road games at Vanderbilt, at Auburn, at Tennessee, and at Georgia Tech. You got the, uh, the neutral game against Clemson and the neutral game against Florida. But F- uh, Florida's going to be bad, guys. Uh, they're going to be limping into a bowl this coming year. Uh, so, yeah, I guess at Auburn would be your toughest road test. But, I mean, Auburn's uh, – an above-average team, yes. Elite, no. Bo Nix, Heisman Trophy, no. Not going to happen. So I wouldn't really stress about it, but just make sure you come to play. That's what oh, yeah. I would say. Like when you do that, don't take it for granted. Come to play, but don't be stressed about it. You have way, and I mean way, more talent than Auburn.
0: So I don't know who this is, but they asked if this is the Golden Blue Man. Yes, it is. Uh, and, and while I'm while I'm on this situation here, uh, if you look down at the bottom. Uh, Chat. Restream. Io. Facebook. Use that, and we can see who your uh, who's commenting, uh, so we can call you out and call. Uh, basically, just let you know who's commenting. See your face. See you. See your name. Helps us out with obviously who we're talking to. But yes, this is the golden blue dude. Um, you know. So moving on to Taiki, right? We talked about his run game experience. I think he helped solidify the edge, which I was kind of worried about uh, losing Aziz. You know, Aziz was great at setting the edge and rushing the passer. I'm not worried about rushing the passer. I do want to believe that the edge is going to be the biggest concern. And I think him playing at the star is going to solidify the edge. So, you know, obviously in the run game there, I think one of my things here, and and this may be a point where we have some back and forth and that's okay. There was something, I'm not saying he's a bad coverage safety, but there's times where he got beat. Uh, Oklahoma now, State was a, a game that you kind of saw some some flaws in his secondary, you know, in his coverage. But yeah, yeah but at the same time, like you
1: know, you, you know what that was? was a lot you more that good was? than bad. You know what that was? That was coaching placement. I saw those plays that you're talking about. Uh, that was more on coaching placement than Tyke. Uh The coaches had him in the wrong spot. And I know. Uh, uh, you know, during college, that you shouldn't be saying stuff like that. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. Still, um, yeah they just didn't have good communication sometimes because if you watch, especially the Baylor game, key in on that game, did you see how Baylor just, they could not get over the top with him. And even whenever they were driving and they about scored that touchdown and he took that touchdown away at the very back of the end zone. It is super difficult to beat Tykee unless he's in the wrong position. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I saw. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because it
0: helped me clarify it. I was trying to get more more into understanding why. Wait, you know, wait, he got wait,
1: wait, 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 wait! This dude said "slob." We have we have a person that is familiar with the Slob Olympics. We have whoever this guy in the Facebook, uh, and that's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but uh, Golden Blue Man is a very smart individual and a world class slob too. So he knows about go. the Slob Olympics. Shout out to that. I had to I had to say that. I had to point that out. Sorry. Fair enough. Not so. I, Chad Buchanan
0: mentions it could be Derek Raycroft. If this is there, you go. Um, but yeah, so kind of going back to the situation, right, with the with the pass game. I, I think obviously they were kind of. He was young too, um, yep. and I think him coming in with Coach Day is going to be a pretty smooth uh, transition for him. He understands the coaching and stuff like that. But that one. Long- what was that? Is that Lou? Maybe. I don't know. It's a Facebook user. Yeah. It's a Facebook sorry, user. I'm trying
1: to figure out this, this uh, puzzle has got me. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm you're listening. good. It,
0: I feel like this this conversation has took a turn to, uh, <laughs> to charades almost or a guessing game per, uh, per se. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh-oh, Uncle Lou is here. Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. I Uncle- knew it. He was laying Uh-oh. down seeds, man. He was laying down seeds. Ah, okay. There you go. <laughs>
0: but no. So obviously, you know, like I said, we're kind of getting caught back up here. Uh, you know, great in the run game. I, I love what he brings there. He's a ton of physicality. Um, pass game. I think I saw a lot of plays. He made great open field tackles, right? Uh, yes. Not just the run game, but the pass game. He, he did very well in, in that in that category Uh, in that little instance, I guess you could say, in the open field tackling, that's big. Uh, When you look at the transition to the SEC and what you're coming to play against, really, um, I'll I'll look at it that way, right? Because really, you know, our schedule is not the hardest schedule, but really outside of Clemson, then you kind of just take care of business and go to Atlanta and play more than likely Bama. I'm going to just go ahead and say it now. My prediction is Bama. Bama has dudes every damn way. There's no question about it. And open field tackling is the biggest key to stop Alabama, in my opinion, because there's a lot of times where they played short routes and, and Devontae Smith or Waddle or whoever, Mechie, just catch you in space and just flat out, you know, make you miss. So, obviously, I loved what I saw with this open field tackling.
1: You, um, know, you know what else he does? Um, this is a big deal that, that a lot of people don't realize either. Um, Tyke Smith makes a receiver – Hesitant to come in his space because I'm telling you what Georgia hasn't seen a hitter like Tykee Smith since Greg Blue. This I don't know guy about guy that? I... likes to hit. This guy likes to hit. He will lay the wood down. <laughs> and he will. He, he has that intimidation factor where uh, I mean, not saying they're going to be scared, but they're going to think twice before they before they go into his space because they know he's going to knock their heads off. Yeah.
0: Now, the thing about it is this. I, I saw what you're talking about. He is not afraid to hit very hard, but I don't think you saw Lewis Seen's hit on Kyle Pitts in the cocktail party. I did. Yeah. That was I had to I had to I had to, I had to retract your statement there just for that moment. But what, yeah. trust me, Greg Blue was Greg Blue is a dude there back in the day. But um but you know, you look at Lewisine, obviously, right? Lewis Seen's respected, he knows he's a heavy hitter. And you know, Tyke brings that, you know, heavy hitting style. Um, you know, he's not afraid to run down there and hit it. The one thing that always worries me with those kind of guys, though, and I saw this with seen last year at, as a true safety, he he got he got into he got into deep, so he would yeah. go in and he would come and bite down hard and then get kind of out of placement for a play action pass over the top,
1: yeah. uh,
0: you know he you know the recovery speed was one thing, but you have to worry about those guys coming in and and biting down super hard. I love the fact that they'll come in and they'll hit hard as shit. That's good. But yeah. you have to, you know, that's where the plan smart is, and I think that's what Taiki brings as well. I, exactly. I expect scene to to get better at that, um, but I I think you know what what I saw with uh, Taiki should be fine there too.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's Chad what, says say he got sucked in pretty easy.
0: Yeah,
1: that's what I, like you literally said what I was thinking. Uh, Taiki is super. I mean, he he likes to come full blast, full energy, but he's also very disciplined. The dude is very disciplined. He doesn't. Uh, I mean, he's human. He's going to overpursue sometimes, but it's very rare. It's he's kind of like a linebacker
0: leader. almost, but at a yes. safety position.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes, and honestly, that's him that's playing true. coverage position there, you know, I, I, I'm sure you're familiar with the star, but, you know, the star position is always asked to do everything. You're supposed to cover yeah. anybody, you're supposed to support the run, you cover like
1: tight ends, whatever. You're talking about the bandit it's the same i think we call it the it bandit it should be the same thing yeah our star yeah. position yeah yeah it's basically the same thing but it's most important well, it's the most important position you can play that's exactly what West Virginia ran we, we always have a defense with the bandit built in but the way we changed our defense instead of a set zone or a set man now it's a pass-off zone so uh, somebody will take and then it's almost like passing them off Instead of regular zone, where somebody comes into your zone and you just cover that zone, yeah, they almost just almost run like through and, and then zone. you get transition to somebody else. Right, it's man yeah. and zone combined. Yeah, so, yeah and yeah, I, I think that's, really that's kind of a that. yeah. Looking at the Big
0: Twelve, though, I think that's that's more suited for the Big Twelve with the with the dynamic offenses that you see
1: week in and right. week out. So, yeah. you know, I, I think you know, kind of, it's going to be interesting to I see how. What was that? That's why he got beat. You were talking about him getting beat earlier. It's because that defense opens you up uh, to that more often than other defenses. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm sure y'all don't run that. So I, I really don't see Taiki getting beat all that much. I really don't. No, we typically we typically do a lot of man uh, traditionally.
0: However, in the spring game for G Day, we did a we did a ton of coverage like single, simple, basic coverage like zone coverage. Right. Uh, and, and honestly, I think it's because we need to work on it. You know, with a lot of the secondary being inexperienced, it was a good yeah. – it was really a good amount of practice on that. Y'all do I – mean, the, uh, the, the athleticism can help you with man covers, you know what I mean? The, yes, exactly. the zone defense is where you really have to understand it. So, you know, I was yeah. glad to see a lot of zone. And, you know, it kind of makes – you know, obviously, you know, initial feeling, right? You were happy to see the offense, but then you have to be the devil's advocate. Right. right. You're, you're, your offense is looking great, but that means your defense is getting torched a little bit. Right. And, you know, when you t- for me, I took a look after a little while to calm down and, you know, get over the uh, the emotional toll at the, you know, in the real time. But for me, yeah. I saw that we did a lot of cover, like simple, simple zone coverage. And yeah. and I think that's where Taiki's really going to be beneficial, too, because watching him in yeah. zone coverage, he has a real keen, he has a real keen on the ball. and he's good to go hawk it down. So that's what, another thing that I'm really excited to see what he can do when he comes to Georgia.
1: Yeah. Do y'all, uh, y'all run man up, uh, cover in the back, like man up front and then zone in the back? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I would think yeah, so. That's, dude, I'm telling you, if y'all run more of that with Tyke, man, that he, he will really excel there. Uh, but I think he does exceed more in the zone. I think he really does. Yeah, I know one of the things, and this may have been the same
0: tape, the Oklahoma State game, they kind of picked on him a little bit Mm -hmm. um, because he was being asked to come down and support the run. uh, And there was a lot of good plays there, but there were some where he got picked on uh, and he kind of over-pursued and then, you know, tried to use his athleticism to come back in. I don't think you can get away with that in the SEC. The So, you know, obviously there's still some things. I'm not saying he's going to be a perfect, can't, you know, perfect guy to come in and just turn our defense to that kind of level. I do think he's definitely going to make us better. There's still some kinks to work out, and that comes with the youth. That comes with Coach Day coming in, and you know, I, and I don't want to sound bad, but I think the talent gap between West Virginia and Georgia with Coach Day is going to be a huge difference. And I want to see what he's capable of doing. No. Uh, you, know, dude, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not knocking is. him because he, he turned your defense into one of the most stingy defenses in the country, uh, and that's yeah. with the like playing the likes of Oklahoma and Texas. So, yeah. it's respected. You know, at least on my account, I respect that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't it's, – it's stereotypical to believe that the Big 12 doesn't play a lot of defense, and I think you look at the high-scoring offenses and it kind of tells you that. But at the end of the day, there's some good teams out there that play defense. I think you take Oklahoma, for instance – and put a down Florida Gators jersey on them that looks like a fucking SEC defense. And yeah, you know, West Virginia was stingy the on the offense uh, on the, um, on the in the passing game. So, man. the defense is there. Uh definitely the defense is there. But it just gets a bad rap because the offenses are so fucking high, uh high power. Yeah. So the fact that he was able to limit that right there, even with the you know, even with the record, I don't really look at the record last year as being more of an indicator than what I saw on the field. Uh, yeah. You know, it was a weird year, but you know, when you look at the, you know, leading the, you know, basically leading the nation in that kind of defense, pass defense, it's a big deal.
1: Yeah. It's a big deal. A lot of people are overlooking uh, the your defensive back, you know, the one you got from West Virginia a day because of Tyke Smith. So I know, I know that getting Tyke Smith is a big deal, and it really is. But don't forget that. A day was also his defensive back's defensive back coach at West Virginia, so that should make Georgia fans even more excited because Mm -hmm. that's that's what created the 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 discipline and the placement. Uh, You know, he he was out of position a few times, but for the most part, uh, that coach and Tyke Smith, it's like they can read each other's minds, man. It's crazy. That's hard to find that kind of chemistry
0: that early on.
1: You know the good thing for West Virginia, there is one silver lining for West Virginia. Even though we lost Tyke Smith, uh, we do get safety uh, KJ Martin back because he opted out of last year. Yep. So and that's what we were worried about last year because he did decide to opt out. And He's our best safety. Well, in comes Tyke Smith, and we forgot about KJ Martin. So I'm not. You know, that's a that's a wild that's a wild
0: thing to hear about though, man.
1: Yeah. It was Uh, also I look at it this way too though.
0: Yeah, another thing that kind of was weird. I know when uh, Dreshawn Miller, when he yeah. entered the portal, there was a lot of hype about him getting there because this was before Tyke, and yeah. you know both of those guys were really good at West Virginia. Both of them were really good, so it's like, okay, Georgia fans, obviously we we know there's a hole. We've got spots open. We know it's coming. It's just who's going to come. So you yeah. sitting there, Dreshawn Miller. Okay, is it time? Is this is, hey, Coach Day's here. You know you're coming. You know you're coming.
1: Goes to Auburn. Nope. I'm like, really? Like, I mean, whatever. But okay, I, I, dude. I thought it was a done deal. I was hearing news that, like, I even did a freaking video on it, saying he was going to Georgia. That's how convinced I was. And I'm like, you went to Auburn? What? Yeah, I was completely surprised. And I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk West Virginia fans down off a cliff because they're like, man, our defense is going to take a big step back. I think our defense will take a step back. That's a given. We lost Tony Fields, uh, Taki Smith, Dre' Sean Miller but we were an elite defense so even if we take a slight step backwards we're still going to be really really good especially uh getting that four star transfer from uh Penn State Lance Dixon so mm-hmm. you know our fans are like freaking out and i'm like chill chill you know we'll be all right losing Tyke Smith trust me it's going to sting we will take a step back but i think we'll be fine and our offense is going to be much better yeah i was looking you know looking into that too though um one of the things that I loved about Tykee
0: was like, when he picked the ball off, he was, he was, he moved. And when I like, it's right, kind of like, mind you over you of a turner, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, like, th- and that's, and that's one of the things that I like to see. I want to see, <clears throat> obviously, <clears throat> sorry, the, the turnovers are one thing.
1: Yeah.
0: What you do after that, you know, is, is the key there. You know, can yeah. you, can you create like, obviously creating havoc is one thing, right? Obviously forcing turnovers, that can win you games. What you do after that, right? Like, can you make guys miss in the open field, you know, kind of have that return style to it? I'm telling you, I think that right there is going to be a big
1: deal. I think yeah. it will be a big deal. Because you don't want to – because he, here's the thing. Uh, so, let, let's let say you – somebody decides to go for it on fourth down, right? And uh, they're not quite in field goal range, uh, but they're not quite in punting, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, so no, they're no the, man's they land.
1: They go for the home run shot. Your guy picks it off, but does nothing. Well, guess what? It it would have been like basically them punting to you. You know, it's not real. I mean, it's it's an exciting play getting, you know, picking the other team off. But if you don't do anything with it, then you really didn't give your team an advantage. If you can pick the ball off and then give your team some yardage on top of that, that's how you flip the field. Yep. Now, at the end of the day, though, you know, every interception is different, right, or every
0: turnover is going to be different because if you have a deep ball and you have to make you – know, like, for instance, you have to make a jump-crazy catch and you pick it off like that and, and yep. you, you know, you get brought down, we're not, nobody's going to be mad about that. You took the ball away. Not mad right. at all. But, like, right. if, you know, like basically what we're trying to say here is if you catch it in the open field and you're standing up,
1: at least get no. some yards. Get some yep. yards. like, And don't dance. I hate it when – I hate it when cornerbacks or uh, safeties or linebackers even, they get the ball, and all of a sudden they get that happy feet, the deer in the headlights are going south. I'm like, you could have went four yards in that little dance you just did. North to south, north to south. Don't do this east to west dance thing. It's That drives me nuts when they do that. It's like you know, they never had an interception in their entire life, and they don't know what to do. Now, I'll tell you one thing, though.
0: <laughs> you better watch out, though. I'll tell you, and the reason why, I'm bringing a reference here. You you better just fucking run because if you're sitting there lollygagging with the ball in your hand, John is gonna come out and knock your fucking head off. That's oh, just yeah. the way that's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just run. Just run, focus and run. His, I mean, you, oh my God. He got I can't because, believe that hit,
1: man. That was beautiful. Just because you don't just because you picked the ball off and now you're on offense doesn't mean the other team's not gonna hit you hard. You know? I mean, there's oh, no, some yeah, big no. physical receivers on the other team that would like to get it. To get in a hit every now and then again because they're wide receivers, they don't get to hit. So, yeah, get the ball and run north to south. You, t- you take teams like that, though, man. Like the thing about it is, a lot of these guys played both ways in high school,
0: especially the SEC right. receiver. Exactly. They played some, they played cornerback. Honestly, I like seeing receivers that did play cornerback and cornerbacks that played wide receiver because that just shows you you have, you know, you're, you're versed in everything. You kind of know what to expect, you have the upper hand. Yep. So, you know, looking at that, I don't see, I don't see Taiki kind of dancing around. I think he gets where he no. needs to be and goes. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal.
1: That's a big deal, man. He actually directs traffic, man. If he's got blockers, he'll, he'll point out blocks for his guys to, to grab on to. For being as young as he was, though, you know, that's kind of, a, that's a, that's a cool, cool
0: thing to see. It really is. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just really so, in that sense. So, you know, you, you don't see, or you see a lot of guys run, you know, some people do that, but they don't, they don't. They're not patient enough to let the blockers actually take time to block. You see that where some guys get too impatient and they get tackled because they run. Obviously, it's a matter of inches here, but, you know, you're running, you're running, you're blocking, you're letting your blockers hit the guy. But, you know, this right here, you know, it seems like Tyke lets his blocks take place, like fully take place. And then he navigates around the block itself or he could, you know, he could cut back if needed. Some guys get caught up in the block because they're, too, they're just too close and then they get caught yeah. up in it.
1: So I don't see that being back. an issue either. They almost get blocked themselves.
0: <laughs> Basically. Yeah, that's what happens a lot of the time. I mean, it yeah. is what it is though. But, uh, yeah. but no, so, you know, obviously overall, I think, obviously I think Georgia's is getting a huge stud, you know, with Tyke yeah. Smith um, for Georgia fans. There's, you know, there's been rumblings that Darian Kendrick from Clemson uh, could possibly make his way down to Athens as well. Yep. I'm telling you right now. I wish
1: I would have gotten 2-2, man. I wish I would have
0: gotten 2-2. would have come to, If he would have come to Alabama, obviously, whenever he went, if he would have come to Georgia, it would have been very interesting. But I, I'm just – I'm not 100% sold on him um, just considering what I have saw against us. Like – I mean, yeah. You know, maybe it's just a Georgia if, thing. If, if, I'm, I'm trying not to have the gonna, red and black hat on too much.
1: Yeah, but, but if I if you know he's a good linebacker. Alert. Their their entire defense was trash last year. He was trying to do everything by himself. So I mean, it's you can't. I understand what you're saying, but he was trying to do too much.
0: I, yeah, I honestly, looking at it in in, in retrospect, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Uh, so you put him on a team with a bunch of dudes anyway. You know, I don't think he I don't think he truly like he may stand out, but I don't know if he like has to do too much. So if you simplify right. his game, it makes him that much better. Basically right. what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I look at obviously overall Tyke Smith's going to come in, you know, I my prediction is I think obviously he plays our starting star, starting star position. I think he's going to help solidify our run defense, which is one of my question marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think he helps in the passing game as well. Uh, you know, Tyreek Stevenson, in my opinion, got kind of caught and used his speed uh, to cover, you know, to recover. Uh, it showed in Cincinnati or in the bowl game yeah. against Cincinnati. Um, I don't see Tyke being as fast as Tyreek, but I think his technique is a little bit better so that, you know, and technique can sometimes beat speed uh, when it yeah. comes to that. Because, uh, you know, instead of having to recover, you're in the right spot. But, uh, and, and Chad different. also said to us is a stud trust me yeah, yeah. I, I think you know obviously he is a stud that's the reason why Bama took him so you yeah. have to kind of give that credit there you know so obviously from you know from your point of view do, do, do you agree with that do you have anything to add on to what Georgia should expect with Tyke coming
1: yeah as long as Tyke doesn't over pursue uh, because like you said his recovery his recovery speed isn't quite as fast uh you'll be, you'll be more than great. And trust me, he's, he's very disciplined. And the fact that you have uh, his defensive backs coach from West Virginia a day, uh, I don't think you have anything to worry about in that position. I think it solidifies your secondary. Uh, that's one less question mark Georgia needs to worry about on their defense. And now all you got to worry about is your cornerbacks. Yep, there you go.
0: All right, guys, look, sir, thank you again for coming on. Uh, it was great talking okay. to you. Kind of get a feel for what we're expecting with Tyke. Um Hey, I'm gonna give you a minute to shout out. I know you do your YouTube videos uh, Seems like we brought some people in here that are already familiar with it uh, yep. Take some time and let people know where to find you
1: Yeah, I'm all over YouTube golden blue dude. Just look it up and uh, I'll be there videos every single day some good some bad I just do the best I can every day.
0: Yeah, I saw some Georgia ones you posted up. So I know how that goes <laughs> so Hey, go! Hey, I expect, I expect big things from Georgia. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Hey, I think I think this is the year. I, I know every, yeah. typical Georgia shit. Everybody says this is the year. Definitely. Ain't no Disney playoffs. dog in here, man. This is the perfect time to do it.
1: Yeah, definitely playoffs, man. Uh, yep. And then the rest, hey. you know, one game at a time after that.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, make
1: sure you go to
0: YouTube, search Golden Blue Dude, subscribe. Make sure you do that. Anybody listening, watching, make sure you subscribe. Hey, man. Thanks again, and look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, man. Holler at me. Will do. Keep it up, man. Appreciate it. You too. Yes, sir. All right, guys. That is all for today. Um, going to wrap it up on this note right here. Can't wait for Thursday. Got a special guest here. Um, actually, the starting cornerback for Vanderbilt, Alan George, will be coming on. And we're going to be doing a lot of talking about national letter uh, name, image, likeness couple different things uh, regarding the NCAA and getting a perspective from a college athlete. So on that note, though, uh, stick around and stay tuned for the next episode of the Damn Good Dogcast. Ever since I started podcasting, I've used Sprout. And let me tell you this, you cannot go wrong with Sprout. The team at Sprout is passionate about helping you succeed. One of the hardest things about creating and starting your own podcast is not knowing what to do. BusSprout, it's super easy. You, they will help you out in regards to what to do. BusSprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and BusSprout is the best partner you could imagine. Uh, you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into your other websites detailed analytics to see how people are listening, uh, and other tools to promote your episodes. And there's a lot more than just that. Join over a 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get your message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes.